0: Welcome to the Global Watch Prayer Podcast. Thank you for joining us as we build community in prayer to empower the church from local expressions to global connections. For more information and resources on the Global Watch, visit theglobalwatch.com. Okay, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. This is Global Watch International Call. And this is the German Watch on the July 26th 3 p.m. Jerusalem time, and we have Johannes Blum, who is hosting this and giving us all that the Lord has put on his heart for us to pray on. And we thank you, Father, for this watch. We thank you for this hour, Father, for Germany, Lord. We're soon, I don't know how many of us are traveling to Germany, Lord, through this hour. So, Father, we ask you that this is a very timely time to pray for Germany. So Father, we thank you that you open our hearts and our minds and our spirits to hear what the Spirit is saying to us in this very core to pray. In the mighty name of Jesus, we bless Germany, Lord, with all that you have for Germany at this hour. and We bless you, Johannes and Cornelia, and we pray for full restoration, full health in the right time. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. All yours, Johannes. Thank you.
1: Thank you, Margaret. So wonderful to see everybody. And we're now on the corporate call of The Watchman, as you may know, and I'm focusing today on the spiritual awakening of the Warrior Bride. What a title, huh? Spiritual Awakening of the Warrior Bride. Before, we, before I'd like to go into some Bible verses, I'd like to share a song and you could sing with it or just listen. Do you wanna reclaim your first love again as well? Yeah, it's what Surah wrote in this little paragraph about the spiritual awakening. As a bride makes herself ready for her wedding, we are preparing for the wedding of the millennia. How do we make ourselves ready? Pray for a spiritual awakening across the nations. One of the greatest deliverances now and in the future is for the removal of spiritual apathy in the church into the alert and ready bride. So this is our focus, like this afternoon, to pray against for the, move, for the removal of this spiritual apathy. As in the days of Noah, so will the Son of Man, the coming of the Son of Man be. They were eating and drinking, marrying and being married, so they were having business as usual, habitual living, right, programs. And this is not the bride. The bride's attitude is full of love, isn't it? When John the Baptist talked about Jesus, he said, he who has the bride is the bridegroom. He who has the bride is the bridegroom. Does Jesus have us as a bride? I know we're intercessors, we're watchmen, but the foremost a calling actually is to be the bride of Christ. When the apostle Paul prayed for the church at Ephesus, he said, now therefore, in chapter three, verse 19, That you may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and length and depth and height, to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. So he prayed for this church to know the love of Christ, so to say, as their bridegroom, and further revealing Ephesians 3.19. And further revealing in chapter five, also the essence of the church. It says in verse 25, husband, love your wives just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her, that he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of water by the word that he might present her to himself a glorious church. So this is, he gave himself up to gain us, to gain the church as a bride. He even died for her. And he's comparing this to the love of man and woman, husband and wife. And he also says that he nourishes and cherishes, cherishes the church and he loves it. This is Christ and the church. The bridegroom and the bride, portrayed in Ephesians, in the, in the epistle of Paul to the Ephesians. Yes, the church is the body of Christ, but in this respect, it's she, his bride, and this should be a relationship of love, a bridal attitude, so to say. Now, there's again a letter to this church. Much later, it's the first letter to the church of Ephesus, the same church, but this time the Lord is speaking herself, himself to this church. In Revelation 2, it it says, to the angel of the church of Ephesus write, these things says he who holds the seven stars in his right hand, who walks in the midst of the seven stars golden lampstands. So this church also was a golden lampstand. Shining God, shining a lampstand is actually a symbol of the triune God as the essence of gold, so to say. His essence is nature, the Father's nature, portrayed by gold. The form of the lampstand is Christ, the Son, in human form. And then the lambs portraying, are portraying the Holy Spirit. It's an expression of the triune god this is what the church should be and ephesus was that the church in this place was very shining so it was called a lampstand and then it says i know your works your labor your patience and that you cannot bear those who are evil and you have tested those who say they're apostles and are not and have found them liars and you have persevered and have patience and have labored for my name's sake, and have not become weary. Some interpreters talk about these verses in a kind of critical way, but the Lord doesn't. He appraises these attitudes. He says, well done, patience, endurance, testing, false apostles, and so forth, and perseverance. Probably some of you who show up in the Global Watch International Prayer Room every day, there's a lot of perseverance. And the Lord says, well done, sister. Well done, brother. You take your time, right? You use your time to pray in a global way. And have labored for my name's sake and have not become weary. This is the character of this church. And you all know what, how it continues. But nevertheless, I have this against you, that you have left your first love. First, this word in Greek means is protos. Protos is just first in time, but it's also first in quality. It could be the best love, the most acceptable, the most important love you have left. So it was there. There was a lot of love at the beginning. And some say these seven churches portray seven decades or seven eras of church history. The first one is Ephesus. There was a lot of love to God and to one another. And the power of the Holy Spirit was working all over. They met every day and this and that. And then somehow they were deviating from this situation. The first one, the best When the prodigal son came back to the the father said, quickly bring the best cloth, the best clothing. It's the same word. First and best. What is our first love? What is our best love? Is it the Lord? Is it toward the bridegroom? And then it says, therefore. From where you have fallen, remember, therefore. So if, you, if I gave you a half a minute, maybe just to think, are you in this first love with the Lord when you became a Christian, when you converted, or maybe some other time when you really met him in a loving, loving, very intense way? Maybe this was your first deep love experience with the Lord. Remember this time. Just feel it. How was it? And how did it, what were the results? What were the works of that? When I became when I became a Christian and turned to the Lord as my Savior, I was only 12 years old. It was as a child. But I still remember this night. I still remember calling to him as my Savior, and it had results. I just began to read the Bible by myself every day. Nobody told me. It just uh, lured me into that. This is just one kind of work of this first love. And I started to pray. What did you do? Maybe you were very exalted, right? And enthused and exuberated, whatever. Some are very enthusiastic emotionally. As a child of 12, I wasn't that. But maybe you became a a believer later on. And it made a real turn. Turning from your old life to him. And things changed. Love in this, the Greek word is agape. It means love in a very comprehensive way, and also the love of God and Christ. Remember, therefore, remember where you have fallen, from where, from where. So if you could just feel these time again feel this time of meeting him in a very loving way do you feel it do you i'm looking at you (laughs) okay (laughs) thank you and then he says repent and do the first works repent and do the first works can we just also think of where have we fallen from which level From which situation of love toward the Lord have you really deviated from? Where did deviation take place? Maybe. I know for myself, there were three or four things that came into my life that kind of shadowed this first love or even diminished, made it diminishing a little bit. I didn't leave the Lord. But some some kind of thing happened, which I don't want to talk about in a personal way, but you may know yourself. Maybe it was disappointment with people or with the church. Was it unfulfilled soulish longings, even physical longings, erotic longings, not being fulfilled? What was it? What is it? Sicknesses? Breaking up of relationships? Divorce, people dying, loved ones dying, whatever. Anything can just come in and steal the first love. Or false teachings. As some people teach you cannot keep this first love. is always getting immature and maybe it just becomes more what you say into incorporated in your daily life and this and that. No, the Lord says, please remember, therefore, from where you have fallen, repent and do the first work. That means go back, repent, go to the same space again, to the same situation of the first and best love. This is the bride. He's calling his bride, even the warrior bride, back to loving him in an utmost way. When the Lord was asked by some young man, what is the first commandment? You know his answer. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your intentions, with anything you have. This is the first and utmost commandment. And then you love your neighbor as yourself. The first love is very comprehensive, very intense. And it should, not, it should not diminish. Or maybe it was works, it was ministry, or sinful habits. Whatever can come in to just rob us and distract us from the first love. So, he then says, repent and do the first works. Or else I will come to you quickly and remove your lampstand from its place unless you repent. The lampstand of the church and the lampstand of the churches, of the whole church worldwide, could be removed. This is actually a very serious word, isn't it? If the church is not in its first love, it won't shine. It won't express God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. It will not. It will express some kind, maybe of religiosity or whatever. But the lampstand is in danger of being removed. If this is happening, if there's no repentance, no turning, sometimes we have to place things on the altar, right? Like when Abraham was called into an unknown country, one of the first things was he erected an altar and called on the name of the Lord. And then we see him later on, traveling on into another place, again, building an altar. So in our Christian life, there is the need of, for us, the need to put things on the altar. Maybe the disappointments, whatever it may have come in between you and the Lord as the bridegroom to place it on the altar. And This is also a time we say it's a global altar here this afternoon or this morning. There's a global altar. You can put things on the altar. Put it there and leave it there. And ask the Lord to heal, to really heal and bring you back to this place. It says, for example, in, in Hosea, in the prophet of Hosea, chapter 14. Return, O Israel, to the Lord your God. Take words with you and return to the Lord. Say to him. Take away all iniquity. And then the Lord answers verse 4 I will hear, I will heal their apostasy, I will love them freely. He's ready to heal, he's ready to fill us again with this love and cleanse us from all things, from all shadows, and from everything that kind of came in the way between him and us as the bride so if we just repent have a time of repentance and speaking it out confessing even confessing to one another the lord will use this call and use this watch to restore us again and let me say this if we don't is as i said unless you repent if the church If we don't return to the first love and to its works, this is something we don't want. This is why we're here. I'm also saying the restoration of the first love will result in revival. Reviving the church back to loving her bridegroom in a full way is revival. This will be revival. Believe me, (laughs) this will be, you know, what the end is, the end of the Bible, one of the last verses, says the spirit and the bride. There's only two entities at the end, the spirit, this is the father becoming man in Jesus, being crucified, being buried, ascended, uh, resurrected, ascended coming back as the life-giving spirit on Pentecost, the spirit is the expression of all that God went through, the triune God. At the end, there's a marriage, the spirit and the bride, and the bride are we. The bride, we should be the bride. This is the only two, let's say, entities at the end for all eternity, the spirit and the bride. So if we, even as watchmen, Take this stand today, who we are, and pray alongside, that the Lord may restore us. I know there's the summit in all these things. This is wonderful, and this is very important. But as, as Sue Rao wrote, remove the spiritual apathy in the church into the alert and ready bride. This is our focus for this call this afternoon. So... Just remove, what do you say? Unmute, pray into that. You can even pray in a personal way. You don't need to add another sermon or this and that. I've spoken long enough. So just take this time of prayer and pray for yourself, for the church in a global way. Thank you for listening.
2: Father, we do repent of this ebb and flow of our love and the times that we devote and get up early to be with you, just like, a, just like young lovers are wait for each other, excited to cheat, see each other. <clears throat> and then days when we just let the, the routine of the day and the task of the day overtake us, and even serving the kingdom take more importance than spending time with you. We ask your forgiveness, Father. And we pray even on behalf of the body of Christ, even worldwide, Lord, you deserve more, Jesus. Amen. You deserve more. And the world deserves to see more. They need to see more. They need to see the bride and songs of Solomon. They need to see the bride in, that is, who is in love with you. They need to see the affectionate, completely fallen over her bridegroom, bride. They need to see the one, and we need to be such brides. So when the days of persecutions get intensified, that that our love would not grow cold, Um, but instead, in our devotion to you, that even the most radical Muslims, Lord God, the most radical will see, Lord, even as the, as the ax falls sort of, they will see a bride who is in love. They will see that the object of our affection is real, that even they will move, even their eyes will be open to see, Father. We cry out to you, Holy Spirit. You are our helper in every way, in everything. We lean on you, even in this, Holy Spirit, we acknowledge that we cannot do it without you. It is you who revealed Jesus. You are the spirit of truth, the spirit of revelation. We need the revelation, the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Jesus, that our eyes, the eyes of our hearts would be enlightened to see you as you are, Lord. To see you in your fullness, Father, we ask for continued anointing on our teachers, Lord God, that they will teach us about you, that they will take us deeper into the knowledge of you, Lord God. Thank you, Holy Spirit.
0: Father, I want to thank you, Lord, for the love that you showed me when you brought me to you. You showed me such love
2: that I could never return so much. Lord, give me a new heart that I can return love like yours, Lord God. I, that's why I'm walking with you. I saw your love for me. You, we love you because you first loved us. Lord, I need a new heart to love like you love me, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your love that you showed to draw me and each of us, Lord set us on fire for the world that needs to know that love too in us for you lord circumcise my heart lord to love you like you love me lord thank you for that love
0: amen yeshua's name